5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Great pick, Ben. Great pick. Figured if it wasn't played by this point, I mean, that's a crime. Well, we need to get behind the Christmas music momentum. I think more and more we got to start playing it. I'm not a big Christmas music guy. I know you're not, but yeah. we're well, not. I mean, I, I can get behind this. We're not doing it for our taste. We're doing it for the people. Of course, of course. I was never a big signing day guy, but now I'm Mr. Signing Day. I'm all. I'm down with it. I'm down with signing day. Signing day is still something I I got to come around on. It's maybe going to take a few years. It took me a little while to come around yeah. on. But you know what? I, I started getting some cheddar for it, so I'm, I'm all for hey, it. Getting, as far as I'm a, concerned, we need to have about 10 more signing days. ESPN's Disney, right? They are. You're getting that mouse check. There you go for it. Ah, uh, yeah. The roundabout way, yeah. <laughs> I used to get the mouse check straight from Disney. Yeah, Orlando. I did. Yeah. Uh, and guess what is on the mouse check? The mouse. Really? Uh-huh. Like it's stamped on? No, no. You know how like on a check it has like a logo? Yeah. It's the it's Disney and the mouse on there. Yeah, when I worked for ABC, I got it had like Disney logo with Mickey Mouse on it. And they were letting you know Disney owns your ass. (laughs) Whoa, wait a minute. Yes, (laughs) boy, Ben has worked up today, isn't he? You haven't had much sleep, have you? No, no. Yeah, you're like I can tell you're a little punchy today. By the way, uh, hello to Ben Byram over there across the way. Is whoa. I meant to do the hey Ben. All right, Philip, you ready to tag in? And because your taste in music awful, but uh, we'll but, hear it a little bit later on. Yeah, I know you don't like my music, Patrick. It's okay. Well, tell the audience what you were going to pick to play. I was going to play Grandma Got Ran Over by Reindeer because it's funny. What are you? Good laugh at the what beginning are you, of the seven show. Seven years old. How's yeah. that? How is that funny? They made a movie for that song. I don't even like the movie. Did they make a movie? Casey, they made a cartoon. Really? It was terrible. Yeah, Casey, Casey by the way, he Casey, who was uh, one of our, our uh, I would say, man interns. Look at the here. drift. Look at the drip, though. He's uh, got the Casey always wears yeah. such great clothing. Uh, and Casey's the he's so happy. He's friendly. Yeah. But when we're at a basketball game, Casey is not friendly. Oh yeah, we've all gotten the shaft. I know. He blows games. you right. I mean, like I'm there, and he like walks by the table. I'm like, hey, Casey. I get excited to go to ECU basketball games, and he makes me feel like this small. Like I know. Size, I know. It's kind of, I don't understand what his deal is. You know what I think it is? He's, he's not able to dress as fancy as he is right now. He has to wear a uniform, and I, he does not seem like a guy that likes to comply with uniform. You're not an Adidas guy? Not a uniform guy. He's not a uniform. It doesn't matter who. It could be Under Armour. It doesn't matter to him. He's not a uniform guy. He want, You know what he wants? He's like a peacock. He's a he Gucci wants to, and Versace guy. Right. He wants to show those feathers. That's what he wants. To, I figured Casey. It took me a little while to figure Casey out. I mean, the hood he's wearing right now is pretty vibrant. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It has hit me. What Casey? Why Casey is grouchy to all of us? It's like a peacock. He does not like to have a uniform on. He's not a uniform guy. Casey likes to show off his cash roll by what he wears. He's got a roll of money. I guarantee you, Casey's a guy who's got a roll of money. Do you? Yes. That's what I thought. That's why he's grumpy. You know, he's too worried about the money, money on his mind. That's why well, he can't not, talk to him. Wrong with he's that. Doing business. Yeah, but that's he likes to sh- he likes to show that hey, he likes to flash the cash with these 
his suite attire. Yeah. And he can't do that if he's if he's in a uniform. It's simply I, business, baby. I totally get Casey now. I, I Casey, I agree with you. I mean, because that is a pretty pretty nice outfit he's got on there today. I love it. Appreciate it. It's it's a good looking. He's got a good hat. If I had a hoodie half as nice. As I know that he's nobody always, could tell me nothing. I, you know, you're right. He he always like you're dressed pretty well today. I got to give you credit. Oh, I appreciate you it. Look you look pretty know? good today. Philip looks like a dad, but that's all right. That's okay. He. <laughs> Philip looks like the dad. I think he's got a Drake look going he on. He does here. have a little bit of a Drake look, but he's kind of got a dad Shoes look going to this. That's what I mean. It's a dad look you got going. If you had mom jeans on, you'd totally be the dad. He'd be the cool dad chaperone at the <laughs> at, at the middle school party, is what he would be. All right, nobody's tuned in for this nonsense. No, I can no, tell you that. Absolutely not. They have tuned in for signing day. Uh, Jay Sunholder, I was trying to get him in the studio, but Sonny's another one of those guys. You know what Sonny's interested in? Cash. So Sonny is not coming by the studio. We're going to get him on the phone about uh, five, 15 minutes from now. Sonny was my co-host on the ESPN Plus ECU National Signing Day special. Why think of the title when it's written here in front of me and I could read it now that I, you know. You memorized it. You're a professional. No, no, no. And so uh, you can watch that on demand. Speaking of on demand, our exclusive Mike Houston National Signing Day press conference. Also on demand. Is on 943thegame.com. Yes, sir. Great job with that. I got to come in and speak at the end, and that was great. But everybody did a really great job today. Uh, ben was at the Michael Allen thing where Michael sure Allen was. signed with yep. State. He's going to put some uh, something on the website. Maybe get, will you get some pictures up on Twitter? Show oh, Michael yeah, Allen sure. a little love. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Pardon me. Thank you, Ben. Good kid. Good kid. No, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. But the ECU thing was pretty well done today. Uh, they had a uh, kind of a simultaneous thing going on for the Pirate Club and then the uh, press conference, and uh, and here we go. We got some comments from Mike Houston coming up. We'll have that in a Pirate Report. So a couple pieces of controversy from today uh, was Terrence McClain. So we had, like, uh, kind of prep meetings yesterday. Because I was telling Sonny this morning, I don't know how these guys, of course, the NFL draft, they've, they've probably got hundreds of producers, if not a thousand producers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Working on it. They got footage on kids that are from D3, right. D2 schools. So, I mean, because they've got to get they've got to get ready for uh, at minimum 2,000 kids. Absolutely. At minimum. They got to get ready for any scenario. Right. And so it's amazing what those guys on the NFL draft can. Now, Kuiper probably does it on his own because he's a weirdo. <laughs> but, like, the rest of them. It, you know, I'm not saying they don't. They go to the combines and the camps, so that helps. Yeah, but they like we got reams of paperwork. I thought today for this, for just you know what a dozen, fifteen so kids. Yeah, not a lot of kids. And we had stacks of stuff, and which was great. I mean, I think everybody provided that for us. It made our I mean, our lives their a lot favorite cereals. I'm sure. I th- I think a few of them we did. Sure. So that was really good. We'll run through the names here. One of the guys that they were talking about yesterday, if I could find this piece of information. Uh, let me see here. This might be on somewhere else. Terrence McLean strikes me as a Frosted Flakes guy. Yeah. I think that's why he went to Memphis. <laughs> well, he did go to Memphis. Let's see if I can find it. So, yeah, we talked to – they talked about McLean, and they kind of thought they got him late. Yeah. Uh, really good athlete. Well – as I understand it, like 
I mean, the ECU coaches, he was here. The other, yeah. I mean, maybe even as recently as this weekend, he was here. And he wound up going to Memphis. Yeah, he was apparently in town this past weekend. He's a JUCO guy, uh, Coffeeville Community College, and ended up going to Memphis. Because we're told about somewhere within a half hour, maybe a little less than that, before our show starts that McLean is not, we're not going to feature him. He's not on the list. And our first question is, well, did he not? He just didn't get his letter in. He didn't sign. No, actually, what we were told is he had not gotten his. He this is the guy that this is the only guy we've not gotten anything from. Yeah. So at the point we're told that we're we're told okay, well they don't he either because that I mean that would happen. Maybe somebody's not faxed or emailed or or whatever. But it then develops as we're on the air that he's signed with Memphis. About halfway through the show, we found out he signed with Memphis. Yeah. So the. So the deal is, I guess, he was here over the weekend, as I understand it, and it was ready to go, and then I guess Memphis has come in at the last minute and kind of swooped him up. But Memphis was on the radar. It kind of come down to ECU and Memphis. So there you go. That's one of the big pieces of controversy today. So, look, and I'm, it's all above board, but did a booster step in with some kind of sweet NIL deal? I mean, that's the nature of recruiting nowadays. I mean, this is the new era of recruiting. I had Money's to involved now. Yeah, had to. Did you see what happened to Florida State? Yeah, that was only the talk of sports today. That was huge. So the number one overall recruit is a kid named Travis Hunter. Yep. He was going to go to Florida State. And you might think, all right, well, Florida State, he's, I mean, he's the number one recruit in the nation. He's going to Florida State. You got to think probably Alabama's involved. You got to think LSU's involved. There's teams like LSU, Auburn. Yeah, you got to think Georgia. everybody in the SEC. Maybe Clemson's involved. Maybe USC's now involved. That Lincoln Riley's out there. Oklahoma's maybe involved. Yep. So anybody you see that's a big not big name program is probably involved. Absolutely, yeah. And they probably were. Yep. Those are all on the list. Instead of Florida State, he signed with. Jackson State. <laughs> well, you know who coaches Jackson State? Don't call him Dion. Prom. Call him Coach Sanders. Dion Sanders. Hunter made the announcement with caps from other schools on the table, but at the last moment, someone threw another cap to Hunter on stage, and the five-star prospect revealed it was Jackson State. How about that? Yeah, that's that's big. That's the nature of recruiting now. Money's involved. I guess money's always been secretly involved. I mean, if we're being honest, but now that it's out in the open and now it's condoned. So he got how much money did he? Because I've I've read rumor that he got a certain amount of money. Casey's telling me one point five million. See, I've read that, but not like minimum. But not like a uh, like anybody's is anybody reporting that or is that just like message board Twitter gossip? It's being reported. Okay, but so I mean, all right, that's the rumor. Let's just say, yeah, we'll that's the scuttlebutt. That. Nothing's yeah. being, but that's an nil, right? Now, did Barstools have something to do with that, or did Barstool have something to do with that? Does... Philip's telling me he's getting his own show on Barstool. Well, let Philip come in. Yeah. Right, come here, Philip. Let's discuss this. Philip, Philip's taste of music is terrible. Casey claims he knows all about. When you put him up, here. all right, Casey. Carousel here. KC, one of the hosts 
of the uh, on the prowl podcast. Have you guys started doing that again, or have you waved the white flag on the season for a little bit for the holiday? Well, no, there's no the the, 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 it never stops. You got to keep doing the podcast. I know your team stinks, but you got to keep doing the podcast. Well, I was away for a little bit. And I <sighs> well, these two guys can't handle it without you around. They got all my info. <laughs> all right. So, KC, what's up? Good, to, good to see you. See. So, um, after Dion left NFL Network, he joined Barstool, and he's on their Sunday NF Sunday football pro football show, like of their coverage of the NFL. The coverage, yeah, yeah. And like Dion now, has, if you had to explain Barstool to, because we we know what Barstool is, if you had to explain Barstool. Yeah, what is Barstool to those who are uninitiated? Sports, politics, pop culture. Like a website. A website. It, but like a video-driven website. To right? left-wing people, they think they're right-wing. Okay. Right-wing far extremist group, but there's right-wing people who think they're called woke stool and they're a far left-wing. Thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, which means they're probably doing a pretty good job. Well, if everybody thinks you're the other thing, yeah. Yeah, you're doing a pretty good job. Right. But, um, so, Dion has his own show on Barstool's streaming website. Okay. And apparently... And, like, well, they cover Jackson State and everything to go along with it. Apparently, the deal is with Barstool and Penn Gaming. Right. Who's a gambling place who owns Barstool. And apparently— So they've put the money up. Apparently, that's come out to be $1.5 million. Going to this kid to go to Jackson? Part part to go with it. And according to Philip, he's going to get his own show. Because well, I don't believe anything Philip says. Well, yeah. well, this kid also. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. This kid also cares about his own brand. Like he's had, like he's been building his own brand right. since, um, like high school. Like he has his own article. He writes about. Isn't that interesting though? He's going to that place of all places. I think it's awesome. Well, that's great. I mean, it's fine. look, he's going to make money as long as he make. I mean, that. But it seems like there are people that are like just big mad at this, and I don't quite understand it. Yeah. Why are people big mad at this, Casey? It because. Because Barstool's involved. Ah. Uh, because it's funny. Because nobody likes Barstool. Nobody likes Because you see all the hypocrites texting about them. Um, they love them. How they, how they want like all these HBCUs to get all this glory and success. And right. a player finally commits to it, but it happens to be one. Like that, a that major goes. player has, fi- has finally committed to an HBCU. Because Travis Shaw, who's a top five player in the country from Greensboro, had right. A&T in his final list. And that was considered awesome. Right. But he went to North Carolina. But now a guy's actually doing it, but because it's affiliated because with it's Barstool. Because it's People are like, "Oh, this is disrespectful and it's yeah. terrible." Look at uh, look at Casey. Casey, why didn't you bring these hot takes in the spring? We'd have put you on the air more. So you're only good at, good. at re- oh, you're, you're only good at recruiting stuff. I guess. Yeah. I heard what Phillips said. Yeah, he's kind of mean to me. He is mean. To, I've noticed that. Yeah. He's very mean to you. Okay, yeah. Casey, thank you. No that was great. Casey was good. Casey should have been on the uh, ESPN Plus stuff. He could have been all over this. He's our uh, recruiting consultant. here. I think we're going to make him a recruiting guru, recruiting expert. Casey, thank you. That was good. He's got a point. Yeah. Just because it's part. You know, Bar- so I, I was involved in a little bit of this a few years ago. You know, you know the Arizona Bowl? Yes. The Arizona Bowl for years struggled to get a legitimate TV partner. Yep. It struggled to get legitimate national radio. I was in on some of those negotiations trying to get a national radio yep. deal done with them. It would have been on maybe TuneIn Sirius XM. I'm, I'm trying, there was two different conversations. But – they were very difficult to deal with, but we had no money. So that <laughs> Barstool sweeps in, and Barstool, well, they didn't have a media sponsor. Were we going to pay them? Yeah. You don't have any media. We're, we're doing exactly. you a favor. We're just trying to get a foothold. Yeah. And this was with a whole different group a few years ago. So uh, they were just really hard to deal with, the people at the Arizona Bowl. Uh, they, they ghosted us. So the – does anybody say that anymore? They ghosted us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, okay. Yeah, that's common. So – it, trust me, it is. So they ghosted us. 
And then a couple years later, because I mean, they had no media coverage. They had no TV. Like, all yeah. these bowls have some kind of TV partner. They didn't have anybody. They didn't have anybody. I think CBS Network maybe did a couple years of it. Yeah. But it was just, I don't know. And it, it seemed like it was a good bowl. Barstool has swept in. And now they're streaming the game this year, the Arizona Bowl. Yeah. Because they had millions of dollars to pay the, which my humble little attempt at radio did not. <laughs> We were. I think we might have been trying to get money for you. you tried. Know, you mean, could pay us, and we'll do your game. It was on ambitious. Radio. I like it. Well, they didn't have every every bowl has some kind of national. They obviously all have television deals, except this one, or they have a national radio deal, except this one. So, um, let's see. Any big? You know, th- there seemed to be a lot of excitement today. You have the two kids from Craven County, C.J. Mims, and his older brother Shondre Mims. Uh, who's transferring from Charleston Southern for a year and will help ECU uh, on the defensive line. If you go back and look at his highlights, Mims had nine tackles against ECU when they beat Charleston Southern here. Yep. So he played really well. He, I think, got a sack. He crushed Holt. He, like, yeah. trucked Holt He had Nailers. three pressures against Holt in yeah. the game. He was, uh, he was good. So that was a lot of excitement with him today. They got a ton of offensive linemen, which I think is really good. It's good. Needs some hog mollies. And then, and some guys that could go ahead and play, maybe. Oh, yeah. I do know there's some other guys at some other places that they're talking to that would be transferring in from other schools that just that hasn't happened yet. Uh, one of them is an all-conference kind of guy. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. Can't say. Can't say. You right can't now. tell me off-air? I'll tell you off-air, but I can't there tell you. I'm, I'm not going to. It would be kind of a. It, w- it would not be right to tell you, to, to put it out. Oh, on yeah, me. absolutely not. That's not our announcement to make. I would be breaking the confidence of uh, other people if I if I said that. But the point is that there's some other guys that they're in the, the running for. I'm excited. But this has all got to be kind of, you know, this is all portal-related stuff. There's some other guys in May, I guess, they got to get through some academics from the high school level. So there's a few things out there. That, this is just not the recruiting class today. Uh, there was another kid I wanted, to, or two other kids I wanted to make mention of. Uh, the two running backs, uh, Marlon Gunn, and uh, Nemo Squire. Everybody's really high on Nemo Squire. He's a little guy, too. When I was looking at his, uh, he's 5'6", 189. Yeah, Small not guy. a big guy, but really, really, really talented. Uh, Squire from Dillon High School in Darlington. Uh, and they I mean, just put up some crazy numbers. So you're telling me he's fast. Gunn was the kid out of Baton Rouge, 5'10", 201. Uh, and they think he might could play sooner than later as far as, like, adding depth. And then, Gunn, somebody was sending me this. Maybe it was KC that sent me this since he's the recruiting guru. Uh, Gunn was being recruited. uh, Cal, Virginia, Florida State, Purdue, SMU, Louisiana. That was before the guy left to go to Florida. And then Alcorn State. So there's another guy that was given some love to an HBCU, but he chose ECU. Now, Cal apparently really got in. In fact, I even think they said that on the show today. Cal really got in on this at the last instant and made a hard, hard push. Yeah. So for this kid to choose ECU over Cal was, was pretty heady stuff. That was, was a big haul. We're going to go through all the guys a little bit later on. We'll hear from Mike Houston. Um, Instead of us just shooting off at the mouth, I probably should have run through the recruiting list because I'm going to ask Sonny about some of these guys and get his opinion. Because Sonny's watched a ton of film on this. He spent like the last two weeks watching film on all these guys. So when we come back, Pirate uh, Football alum, IBX Media 
alum, Jay Sunholder, will be with us. And we'll talk to uh, Sonny about uh, the recruiting hall for the Pirates today. We'll have comments from Coach Houston. You heard him exclusively here on 94.3 The Game. And we'll have a lot more right after this. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 94.3thegame.com, to listen to The Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. Or tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Greenville Awning and Canopy wants you to be able to go outside without all the aggravation from outdoor pests. In addition to their custom awnings for your home or business, Greenville Awning and Canopy now offers screening services for your porch or deck. Call today to schedule your free estimate with Greenville Awning and Canopy, 252-752-1261. That's 252-752-1261. Whether you're looking for a new awning or screened-in deck, Greenville Awning and Canopy has got you covered. Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Corolla down to Wilmington, to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies and markets, we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern North Carolina with their personal lines, their commercial lines, their life and health needs, or their small business needs. We continue to hear more and more about town insurance, and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today. How about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern North Carolina? What would you say to them? Come to town today. What's the telephone number? 756-8300. I'm Tim Sutton from Greenville Auto World. Trucks, 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 two-wheel drives, four-wheel drive, extended cabs, crew cabs, you name it, we have it. Late model, low mileage, all brands. 15 liters to choose from for all of your financing options. Plus, we customize tires, rims, lift kits on site, no matter how large or small the job is. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. This year, U.S. Cellular is making a big deal out of the holidays. You can choose any phone from any brand free. That's right, any phone you see in our store is free. And get unlimited data for our best price of the season. Just $30 a month per line with four lines. Feel the locally grown joy from U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Limited time offer. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Happy hours are always a swashbuckling good time with the P-Man. Happy hour for me never starts till after five. Me either. This is only number three. Let's get back to the Patrick Johnson Show here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. You better not cry. better not pop. I'm telling you why. 
National Signing Day, and uh, Jay Sunhalder was on with us uh, earlier briefly on 94.3 The Game during our special coverage of Mike Houston's comments. Sonny's on the phone now with us here. He's been making the rounds in Greenville today since he's back in town. Uh, Jay, you doing all right? Uh, great, to, great, to, great job today on the, on the tube, and uh, thanks for making a little cameo on Thanks for slumming it with us here on radio earlier, and then uh, again right now. I know, I know you couldn't come into the studio because you're so busy, and your entourage probably couldn't have fit in the uh, in the studio here. But uh, thanks for at least getting on the phone with us. Uh, I wish I could have made it in, but it was awesome today. I had so much fun with you, and wasn't that a great experience up there? Being able to do the show, and no, it was be fun. There for, yeah, for a big day. Yeah, it was fun. It was a great scene overlooking the stadium. And uh, that was a lot of fun, and you can get that on demand, as we mentioned, on ESPN+. Plus. You can also get our Mike Houston audio on demand, 94.3thegame.com, uh, which uh, sounded great, and our crew did a great job. And, and really, the crew of the ESPN+, Plus, they did a great job to uh, make it Sonny and I uh, come across as uh, knowledgeable. They, they gave us a lot of good information for us to study and go through. Uh, all right, so a couple things to talk about before we get into your thoughts on this recruiting class, because these are kind of the the hot news stories of the uh, day, uh, one being uh, involving ECU. The other one, which I think is uh, really interesting, that was the Travis Hunter flip where he was going to go to Florida State, but Barstool intervened and he took a, a bunch of money, a million and a half, I guess, is what's being tossed around out there. And now he's going to go to Jackson State. Whoo, that's big. I mean, this is all NIL-related stuff. That, that's really about to change the game, isn't it, Sonny? It's going to be a new world, and I think today was a sign of that. I think it's only going to increase from here. And I mean, for him, again over a million dollars, and then you've got Deion Sanders factor there as well. And I think you know kids are going to see that and you know look at what happened today with him, and you know that could be something that continues to happen down the road. But it's it's you know I remember ten years ago when we you know we weren't allowed to you know get a get a free sandwich. Now these kids are, you know, having opportunities to get hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. So it's changing the recruiting landscape. Yeah, uh, Mike Houston apparently talked about that some today. You know, inside, uh, he mentioned it briefly with us on television, but he he talked about it uh, really uh, in you know to a degree to the to the pirate club folks who had gathered there. So that was really uh, quite interesting. To see, and then you know these coaches know it's coming. It's it's there's a lot that I mean. You and I were talking to some some other people about that today. I mean, some places are really if you don't have a group of people business the business community willing to get on board with this, it's really going to be. I mean, we think there's a disparity now between the haves and and have nots, and TV money's intervene. That would be. That that's really going to, I think, be the big divide potentially. What do you? What about you? Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, think about schools that are, you know, Southern California, UCLA, Miami, that are in big cities, entertainment capitals, and it's going to be an arms race. I mean these these kids in these schools, it's going to be about money. And Lane Kiffin said it yesterday. It's you know, it's all follow the money. It's all about the money. So. Kids are going to go where there's an opportunity, you know, of course, to play and somewhere they feel comfortable. But if they're getting offered a million dollars versus another school where you're not, I mean, where are you going to go? You're going to you're going to fall where the money is. 
We'll get into the ECU class in a minute. We talked uh, a little bit about uh, Terrence McLean earlier in the show. You and I were uh, talking to uh, some of the ECU folks about him yesterday, and this looked like it was a done deal. It looked like it was going to be a big haul on the offensive line. It still is, but McLean was a guy that was going to be able to come in and kind of play immediately, and he winds up going to Memphis. I guess we're still waiting to see exactly what happened there, but you know, sometimes it also could be just as simple as maybe somebody swooped in and a kid was unsure at the last minute. I don't know. Have you heard anything more on that? I haven't heard anything official, but, I mean, I agree with you. These, these kids, you know, are still he – was, he was a junior college kid. These kids are still, you know, 17 to 20 years old. Uh, in his case, he's a little bit older. But, I mean, you know, the, the answer is yes, but until it's on the dotted line, until the signature is done, you know, nothing's official in. I know he was a really good player, but, you know, we'll see, I guess, the background on that. But I, I think the Pirates, you know, there's still maybe a couple more guys in this class yeah. later on down the road that they'll try to find in the transfer portal. Jay Sunholder, ESPN, college football analyst, Pirate National Signing Day special co-host. Jay Sunholder on the line with us uh, here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, who did you? Who do you really like out of the the ones we announced today on the ECU uh, signing class? Well, I think the thing that just impressed me is everybody pops out on film. I mean, you can see something special when you watch the highlights and their game footage. So I think there's great players in this class. When you look at guys that maybe kind of really stand out, I think if you look on the defensive side, Samuel Donka, he's a Player coming from Fork Union, six foot five, about two hundred fifteen yeah. pounds, yeah. playing safety. But I think he's going to grow, and he's a guy that could be a big safety, a linebacker. And I mean, he can rush. I just think there's a lot of potential there. I think on the defensive line, I mean, you look at the group up there; they're physical, they're explosive. I think Jamarian Franklin, you know, prototype six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds. That's going to get better. He's a basketball player. So I think there's some edge rushers, but those two stand out with the potential. I see J.D. Lampley as well from Richmond County. I think he's a freshman that's going to be able to contribute. And then over on the offensive side, the Marlon Gunn Jr., the running back. And I know there's really good players of Mitchell and Harris coming back, but he's a guy that has a ton of potential. And then the offensive lineman, Parker Moore, I know he's gotten kind of a lot of notoriety for transferring in from West Virginia. He looked good on film and, Coming from Charlotte, you know, a guy that's close to home coming back here. And then the other guy that I was really impressed with is Brock Spalding, the wide receiver from up in Virginia. He's around five foot ten, outstanding route runner, catches everything, and a guy that, you know, I think he's going to fit really nicely into the wide receiving core. You know, the Spalding thing's interesting. I was going to ask you about him. The Spalding thing, as it was kind of explained to us, and it was talked about a little bit on the show today, um, Spalding has like a ball machine that I guess his dad got on eBay or something when he was a kid. So, like, coaches that go to the house had to, like, feed him the ball through the ball machine, and he made a bunch <laughs> of catches. And he's a lacrosse player. Uh, we were told Justin Hardy-like hands. That's pretty. That's a pretty good compliment. We were told yeah. a bigger Tyler Sneed, potentially, with his speed, maybe a little faster than you think he is. He can kind of sneak up on you, and that's something to a degree – you know, like Blake Prohl was a little faster than he you maybe thought he was, or maybe he looked. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like this kid has some attributes. Donnie told us today, Donnie Kirkpatrick, that I guess he had a brother that 
uh, they recruited, he wound up uh, going somewhere else and then transferring to JMU. So, I mean, he kind of gets the deal. It seems like from a pedigree perspective, too, this kid's pretty, uh, you know, he's got a really good background in athletics and just loves football. And I, there was a lot of that that we came back to today. There's guys that are committed to football uh, up and down this class, but Spalding is, is a guy that kind of gets it, doesn't he? Yeah, and when these guys come in, I mean, they all have talent, but how are they going to progress throughout their career really is determined by their work at, work ethic and how much do they care about the game and, you know, can you limit the college distractions? And when you have guys coming in that are good character guys, They've got ball machines that already shows you know they care and they're working hard. I mean, it bodes well for them because you know they've got you know the strong discipline, the work ethic to come in, and they're going to keep getting better. That's what it's all about. You know, when you come in, what's your potential level, and then can you reach that potential? And I think the coaching staff's excited about their off the field characteristics just as much as what they can do on the field because they feel like this is a good group of guys. Sonny, did uh, what were your impressions, uh, or what was your kind of? reaction and analysis to what Mike Houston uh, kind of said throughout the day-to-day and what he kind of told us throughout the day-to-day? Well, I think he's excited. I mean, from where the program was when he first came in to now going to a bowl game, I mean, the takeaways that I had was, you know, he's pumped up about this bowl opportunity, but this isn't, you know, this isn't the highest point for the program. I mean, he's expecting, you know, the program to take higher steps and, you know, play at a championship level and, get to that get to that as soon as possible so i mean i think there's excitement there's also you know higher loftier goals and i think it's just you know for him it's staying on these kids that are in the program already continuing to use these bold practice opportunities as a chance to get better propel themselves into next offseason with momentum after the bc game and you know he's excited about the commitment from the administration and the support of the fans so i mean everything that i took away with was everything's going in the right direction. He's very excited about it. All right. Um, anything else, Sonny, that we need to uh, – you want to say before we say goodbye to you? I mean, I was – we were walking in the facilities today. I mean, those facilities are great. And I was here – I finished up in 2007 to see the facilities now compared to 07. I mean, you can see why these kids, you know, when they get on campus, why East Carolina is a, is a – easy sell for them to come to Greenville because great people up there and then the facilities are awesome. You know, the other thing is this, and, and we talked a little bit about this today too, the whole thing, I mean, this is a, you got to keep investing in your facilities in this day and age too. That's the other, you know, other little part of this too. You've, you've got to figure out, you know, there's the NIL issues, there's the portal issues or, or issues is maybe a little strong, but you know what I'm saying? There, there's, those are facts. But there's also a right. fact you've got to have you got to have a stadium that looks like a big time stadium. I know there's there's a certain sector of people that like to moan and groan about the Town Bank Tower, but you know what Town Bank Tower makes that stadium look like a legit modern college football stadium. Yeah, and it's beautiful. I mean, we yeah, Patrick, we, we've been in other press boxes. They're I awful. Tower is awesome. Yeah, no, they're awful. And I mean, I find that a lot of people groaning about it are probably people that don't want to pay the money to go up in there. And then maybe there's a little class envy. I don't know, but you know, it's just when there's just got to be. That's just part of it. You just got to have an investment in this, and there seems to be a willingness to make it. I I, I do think they need the donor sector to kind of step up and and help with some of that. So, and, and apparently that's going to be part of what we're going to see. 
beginning of the year, you know, a big announcement towards what will likely be the indoor practice facilities. Yeah. Well, and as a player and the coaching staff, you know, when you see the commitment from, you know, from the outside to pump money into the facilities, pump money into the program, I mean, you feel that. You appreciate it. But anytime you feel that, you know, it's going to bring out the best of the players in recruiting. And when you see new things being built for you, new things given to you to, to help make the team better, I mean, and you look at the competition, you know, if you're not doing another school, is so it's important to stay ahead of everybody. And, you know, for these kids, I mean, they're getting a lot of nice things. And, you know, down the road, that practice building would be, you know, a really nice next step. We had a chance to do a little bit of a uh, game day finish, guys. We They brought us the mascot head for Petey the Pirate, and they brought Jay the old Petey the Pirate, which I think, might have killed him had he ingested what was inside of them. <laughs> but we didn't put it on at the end because I, I thought to myself, well, Mike Houston's sitting right here beside me. And what little, sh- I, I have no dignity, but what little shred of dignity I have, I would have lost it. I put the mascot head on beside Coach, I think. Do you agree with that, Ben? I can see it, well, yeah. Patrick, we, him and I could have done it. You could have taken us to break and we could have put it on. Well, they we didn't have an extra segment. We were... We were wrapping it up. We were wrapping you're it right, up. Midor right. gave me a good next idea, year. though, how I should have done it, but I didn't. And, well, if they'll have me back next year, we'll we'll do it. We'll do the hit mascot heads next year. There you go. There so you go. look forward to. All right, Sonny. Thanks. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, guys. All right, there he goes, Jason Holding. Leaving town, ladies. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Um, you know he's a big. Who's the guy? Was the bachelor? College football analyst Jay, what's it? Not Jay. Uh, this is a these guys kind of question. Yeah, who is the guy? Jesse Palmer. Sonny's a big Jesse. Pa- he's basically Casey knew. yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey probably yeah. He's a Jesse Palmer type, I think. Sonny is, don't you? I'm not familiar. I have no oh, you're idea not. Who that is yeah. All right, you guys Google them both and then put the pictures side by side. You tell me if you think it. Sonny's like uh, kind of a mini Jesse Palmer in a way. Okay, all right. Are you I ready? Your bachelor, so well. There you I, go. I take it as a compliment. There you go. Are you ready? The ref is getting a computer out to do this. I love it. That's the commitment to the bit by the ref Philip Pilkington. I love it. All right. Are you ready to uh, do an update? Always ready. All right. Where'd you get that hat, by the way? Is that is that a genuine article or is that some Amazon? I got this actually at a Bass Pro Shops. I see. It was five dollars. I like a good deal. I know you do. All right. Uh, here's Ben Byron with an update. And then we will get to Coach Houston. And we'll run through the list of some of these guys next. Thanks, Patrick. Taking a look at what's happened around Pirate Nation. Of course, it was National Signing Day. ECU head football coach Mike Houston was able to notch 18 recruits who have officially committed to the program as we speak. The biggest surprise was was after grabbing 300-pound defensive tackle C.J. Mims from West Craven, Houston was able to convince C.J.'s brother, Chandre Mims, an FBS All-American from Charleston Southern, to transfer to ECU. Other transfers include tackle Parker Moore from West Virginia and punter David Chapeau from Air Force. Speaking of National Signing Day, there was a bizarre turn of events this morning as Deion Sanders and Jackson State grabbed the number one recruit in the country and cornerback Travis Hunter, who was believed to be going to Florida State. Yahoo Sports' Pete Thamel reports that a hefty NIL deal may have convinced them to make that decision. And elsewhere in college football, App State head coach Sean Clark has received an extension through 2026. From the NFL, it was revealed that Baker Mayfield was among the list of players on the Browns out due to COVID. OBJ 
is among the list of nine players out for the Rams. Lamar Jackson is day-to-day with a sprained ankle. Niners defensive end D. Ford won't return this season due to a back injury. DeAndre Hopkins is expected to miss the rest of the season due to a knee sprain. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham. If anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh, well, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Here is your ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, sir. Oh, thanks. Want to watch the game? Ooh, little sports ball on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Hey, did we win? I, it, it sounds like we won. It's still the first quarter. I must be lucky. People say that about me. Tough break on that free throw there. Shouldn't be doing that. Dude, we're watching football. Come on. For everyone who spent the entire game explaining the entire game, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, Inc., Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, an independent license dealer, Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health you'll be working with neighbors you can trust people like lynn sugg justin bats or randy daniels these agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams these farm bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products but they are also tuned in to the greenville community again contact lynn sugg justin bats or randy daniels today at farm bureau insurance in greenville 252-756-3165 that's 252-756-3165 165. It's the holidays. What will you cook for your family this year to make your meal special? If you want the best, you need to make the short drive to Acre Station. Acre Station is where you'll find the freshest quality meats for your family this year. Acre Station has a great selection of prime rib and beef tenderloin, perfect for your holiday table. Also, dry salted corned hams. Acre Station smoked tenderized hams. And don't forget the breakfast table. Your family's eyes will light up when they realize you're serving them Acre Station's homemade fresh sausage. It's the best you can get anywhere because it's processed right on the property. Acre Station is a family business, and they love serving the families of Eastern Carolina year-round, but especially during the holidays. The folks at Acre Station wish you the most blessed and Merry Christmas ever, and they thank you for supporting them this year. Acre Station Meat Farm, located at Highway 32 in Pinetown between Washington in Plymouth, give them a call at 252-927-3489. Acre Station Meat Farm, open Monday through Saturday, 6.30 to 6.30, Friday and Saturday until 7. Getting the Pirate Nation home. It's the Patrick Johnson Show. The drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. 
What about this do you like, Philip? What about this tune do, do you think is, is it just humorous? I think it's funny when they say they should never give a license to a guy that drives a sleigh and plays with elves. That, that part just makes that me tickle you? What? That, that amuses you? Yeah, it does. Okay. Alright. You should thank your boy Ben for playing this thing. season of giving. It is the season of giving, Ben. Exactly. Is Pilkington going to the Christmas party tomorrow? Or is he is, he is. He's he, like, I, yeah, he likes to go to stuff like that, doesn't he? he well, he's the ultimate conversationalist. I know, he'll Me be. and CJ have talked about this. He's oh, no, the he's, friendliest dude you ever met. He'll, you want to get in a conversation, Phillip's your guy. Uh, are you going tomorrow or what? You didn't go last year? I am going. Or two I'm years going. ago you didn't go. I'm going. All right. Which, uh, you bringing a friend or what? I might, I might. What do you think of this, Philip? Bringing a friend. Him bringing a friend. I know you're not bringing a friend. Trust me, I know. You can bring KC if you bring anybody. But you bring KC as your date tomorrow. All right. KC, you want to go to the Christmas party? No. No. (laughs) You know why? Because there's people there. That's why he doesn't want to go. Uh, Let's do today's Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Today, it is brought to you by... HealthWise Pharmacy on Memorial Drive. Put your health first. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. Dogwood State Bank. Exceptional, progressive customer service and the latest financial products in a cost-effective way. And by Meineke. Meineke. Doing car care right. Pirates with a signing class among those uh, featured in the uh, signing class. Let's start with the defensive side of the ball first, shall we? Uh, let me see here. Hang on. I got so much paperwork, Ben. This was the problem. I, I told you I had stacks of paper full of stuff. Uh, let's start with uh, the corners. Isaiah Brown-Murray. Uh, also, Siobhan Ravel. Uh, special teamer, David uh, Chapeau. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is everybody here on this list. Okay. Safety, Sam Donka. Jordan Huff also. Uh, defensive ends, Jamarian Franklin. Defensive tackles, J.D. Lampley, C.J. Mims, and Chandre Mims, his older brother. <coughs> Excuse me. Zaykai Barker. Offensive line, Omari Allen, Ethan Lang. Ethan, don't call me Allen Lang. Parker Moore, Jacob Sacra. Sacra, Sacra. Uh, Eli Samples, Marlon Gunn Jr., Nemo Squire, uh, and Brock Spalding. So those are the ones that have been announced. There's a few others. A few others. Uh, this is Coach Houston talking about uh, National Signing Day. And you heard it here exclusively on 94.3 The Game. This time last year, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're doing something from uh, through Zoom from uh, up in the press box. And now I just left about 300 people over there in Harvey Hall and uh, some kind of a game day set up talking about the signing class and we're back in here together so you know what a difference a year makes and we, and, and we had bowl practice this morning so it's been a good year but uh, exciting day uh, exciting day for Pirate Nation uh, we welcome 18 new Pirates uh, with our, the beginning of our signing class uh, that's another thing that's probably changing and evolving more and more is just uh, how, how recruiting works 
at the collegiate level. And uh, but you know, very excited about these young men uh, joining our program. Uh, very excited about where the program is right now, where it's headed. Uh, excited about uh, you know the bowl preparations and uh, the matchup against Boston College. So uh, you know, lots to talk about today. And uh, this is what is the online recruits thing? I didn't I didn't hear all of this. So, oh, O line says online. Oh, on O line recruits. Okay. So this is yeah. I mean, they got a lot of kids on the uh, offensive line. Some, particularly the kid from West Virginia, will, will probably play. Uh, and then other guys that'll be brought along. I know Steve Shankweiler was really really heavily involved in this. Uh, and I know Coach Houston said, hey, let's spare no budgetary recruiting expense as far as let's go look far and wide, uh, near and far, however you want to phrase it, for uh, guys to play the offensive line. Coach Houston on that. Well, I think, you know, obviously that, that was the emphasis on offense. Uh, it Really, it's kind of the same as we did uh, my first year here with recruiting all those young defensive linemen uh, that you know, we're watching play right now. Is we gotta, we've got to, you know, significantly build that room uh, to a higher level to continue to, uh, you know, ascend as a program. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think that uh, you look at uh, the high school guys, uh, I'll start with Amari Allen, incredible potential. I mean, just incredible potential. I see a, 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 a Noah Henderson type uh, ability level. And, uh, and he's, you know, very raw, but uh, a big kid. He's uh, we told him he needed to lose some weight. He lost a ton of weight, uh, moving around very, very well, extremely athletic. I think he has an incredibly high ceiling. Um, you know, you look at Ethan Lang, uh, Ethan, uh, IMG Academy, so playing, he plays on the national team, so he's playing against, you know, the best players in the country. He was their, uh, I think, starting guard and center this year. I think he started at guard, played a lot at center. Uh, we see him being a college center. Uh, but, uh, you know, just uh, I think he's a guy that he's coming in in January. I think he's a guy that, you know, you never want to put too much on a freshman, but he's a guy that maybe you could see, you know, at least traveling next year, uh, maybe playing a little bit. I think, uh, you know, Jacob Sacra is the other one, very similar to Ethan, played at St. Francis Academy, which is the only the only team to beat IMG this year. Uh, and uh, Jacob is, according to your bunch, 247, the highest rated uh, offensive lineman to ever sign at uh, East Carolina, and then you look at uh, Eli Samples uh, f- out of uh, out of Georgia, and just uh, a young man, very good athlete, played multiple positions for for them. We see him most likely being a tackle for us. Uh, you know, a guy that'll come in, uh, probably look to develop him a little bit more with his body, but I think he's another one that has a a very high ceiling. Uh, and then you you transition, look at the transfer, Parker. Moore from West Virginia. You know, here's a guy that uh, played played in all played in ten games in the Big Twelve, started five, uh, played very very well uh, from North Carolina, from Charlotte, uh, high school teammate of Ryan Jones, which was a connection for us. Um, the family wanted him close to home. Family wanted him in a in a different kind of environment, different kind of uh, you know locker room, and uh, so you know excited to get him. Think he'll you know contribute immediately. The uh, Mims brothers uh, were also some signees for this uh, ECU uh, class. C.J. Mims from nearby Craven County, and then his older brother, Chandre, who uh, transferred in from Charleston Southern. Mike Houston on that duo. C.J., we've been recruiting him all along and got to meet Chandre throughout the process. 
Uh, and, of course, Chandra played against us this year. Uh, had a very good game against us. He was all-conference down there at Charleston Southern. He was their best D lineman. Uh, and, you know, when he, when he went into the transfer portal, uh, you know, he, he reached out to us. We've been having ongoing conversations. Um, and it was something that, uh, you know, I really wanted to do. You know, he's, he's, he only has one year. So, you know, you say, well, why take a guy that's only got one year? And for me, it's, it goes back to a couple things. It goes back to, you know, that family. And mom wanted uh, Chandra close to home. His other offers uh, were distance where she would not be able to see him play, or at least very little. Um, you know, CJ and Chandra wanted to play one more year together. Um, and then just as I got to know Chandra, just high character, work ethic, great motor. He's going to be a good player. He'll help us. I think he'll be a good older, older guy in that room. Um, but I think he's another guy that just fits our culture. So, you know, it wasn't a deal where we had to, you know, CJ was going to sign anyway with us, but it was more of, you know, so I think two things, two separate guys, but it is a pretty neat story to get, uh, you know, two brothers together for a year. We have, uh, what do we got as far as commercials? We got to go to break? Okay. We'll try to wrap up some more of this tomorrow. And uh, so, Mark those down, Ben, and we'll get back to those tomorrow. Because uh, there'll still be more to talk about out of this, obviously, uh, tomorrow. Going to try to get Joe Dooley on the show tomorrow, too. Big game for Pirate Basketball Friday. So a break. We'll come back, wrap the show up after this. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. On your flagship home of Pirate Football. 94.3 The Game. Do you have a sportsman on your Christmas list this year? Then it's time for a visit to Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop. Just outside of Greenville on Marine Drive, Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop has fresh and saltwater fishing supplies and tackle. Plus, they carry all your hunting supplies, including guns, ammo, and a complete archery pro shop. Gift certificates also make great stocking stuffers. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop, beside Greenville Marine, open Monday through Friday till 5.30, Saturday to 12.30. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is the home of the best margaritas. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Tuesday for the Gulp of Mexico, a huge 46-ounce lime margarita for only $6.99. On Thursdays, relax and enjoy half-price pitchers of Chico's house margaritas. Choose from lime, strawberry, blood orange, raspberry, or peach. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half-gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. Dogwood State Bank is changing the landscape of community banking. That term community banking is not just a catchy slogan for Dogwood State Bank. They're really defining what it means to bank local. Big banks may want big business, but Dogwood State Bank wants your business, no matter what size. At Dogwood State Bank, your business is big business. Come to Dogwood State Bank and you'll see the difference. Dogwood State Bank with offices in Greenville, Moorhead City, Wilmington, Raleigh, Sanford, and Charlotte. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Roads Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacements, service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes, you'll be comfortable in no time in green. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. 
It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Big thanks to Jay Sunhalder. Great job by our crew today to get uh, our microphones live for Coach Houston's comments. If you missed them, you can pick them up on 94.3thegame.com. We'll have more uh, from Coach tomorrow. And uh, we'll have... uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, Hopefully Joe Dooley on tomorrow. A big day for the Pirates on National Signing Day. I know Ben's going to have some stuff up later today and tomorrow and all that. So check out 94.3 The Game on our social media. And uh, we will catch you tomorrow. The pre-Christmas party edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. See you then.